This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a Premier League lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you in, you Reds? Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards, points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hey, electrical contractors, I'm Matt from ABB. Are rising costs and product delays keeping you up at night? We can help you contractor better. ABB's contractor resources are designed to help you increase productivity and profitability on your commercial construction projects. Check out Contractor Better today. Visit go.abb slash contractor better. minutes after five you're listening to the vibe um this is the red report two matches gone um one well unlucky i suppose away at ashton gate and then we faced preston at home on tuesday night well the least we say about that the better this is the red report Just past five o'clock Thursday evening, that can only mean one thing. You are listening to the Red Report live on the Vibe. In the studio today, joining myself, Carlo Van der Watering, is Chris Ridgard. Chris, how are you doing? Good afternoon, Carlo. How are you? Well, it'd be better if we could talk about different results than what we're going to do, <laughs> I isn't it? I can't think of anything else better than coming to sit with you on a Thursday afternoon in Barnsley and talk about them reds yeah <laughs> should we just put some music on and cry in a little corner somewhere <laughs> a little um, therapy I suppose, yeah i suppose there's, there's plenty to talk about two two matches one at home one away two losses but two completely opposite matches if we, if we talk about bristol city first um probably didn't get what we deserved from the match lee johnson very complimentary about the reds you know um unlucky i suppose maybe one, one lack of concentration that that cost us um but 
that's sort of our record these days, isn't it? We, we seem to be a, a little bit going back to, well, the performance was there, but it didn't really match in you know, all the points that we got because we are now in dire need of some points, haven't we? Oh, yeah, much needed. We really need the points more than performances as it stands. Uh, obviously, the performance wasn't too bad at Bristol City, and at times it almost looked like it was inevitable that we'd take the lead and, and we'd get in front and, and, and at least get a point out of that game. Uh, and obviously that didn't end up being the case. Um, we conceded a, quite a sloppy goal. Uh, they came down our right-hand side. Uh, left wingers pushed it past mid right side of midfielder. Didn't didn't get near him. Then he's pushed it past right back. Didn't get near him. And then put it into. But I, d- I just don't understand why nobody's near him. And if they were in a yard or two yards in why they're just not wiping him out I don't understand why he'd let him get to that point he could see goal coming yeah. 20, 20 seconds before they had one man over every time overload and uh, we, did, we didn't do anything about it it's almost as if we didn't, we didn't put a tackle in or a foul I don't know why we didn't foul <laughs> but yeah, it's really weird. I mean, it was the, the first match that um, Diaby was set to be injured. Uh, we'll talk about the Diaby situation later on. Um, Rich Meyer obviously playing again, and, and he made the choice of putting Halme in, in central defence and putting uh, Kenny Dougal in the bottom of that diamond. Yeah. That, in a way, created quite a bit of optimism on social media. People actually saying that could be really good because mm-hmm. we know, well, both Diaby and, and um, um, Anderson are both prone to making, to mm. making a mistake. It's good because we haven't seen a play together often, have we? Halme as sort of like a central defender yeah. and, and, and Dougal in front of him. That seemed to work, didn't it? Because we got the best of both. You've got Dougal with that pass that he can play. Yeah. And you've got Halme being able to come out and, and, and break things up. It seemed to work against Bristol City. Mm. Uh, obviously, we'll move on to Preston <laughs> uh, in a short while. But Don't even mention that. Yeah, it definitely works against Bristol City. Um but to me, Alme, his best position now is defensive midfielder. I mean, it, it looked out of his depth against Preston. It, it, looks, it looks sloppy and, and Dougal disappeared, but who didn't disappear against? I've, I've gone on to Preston and I, I'll come back to <laughs> Bristol City. Um, yeah, it didn't it didn't really affect the game much, that, did it? Um, and I guess, once again, things didn't quite go our way. When we had chances, Chap had a few chances blocked. One of them possibly on ball, save Ash- yeah. great save by Ashley Williams. Um, and not given again. And it just doesn't seem to happen for us. And it's a shame. Well, we haven't, we haven't took anything there from there in a while, have we? No, but performance-wise, it was about on par with what we expect from a game yeah. that's true beside, wasn't it? You know, we, we, we did try and force the tempo. Uh, we used those wide areas really well with both, uh, you know, Williams on one side. Ritzmeyer seems to have sort of, you know, we're already talking about him. I, I forget that he's, that was only a second match, was it? Yeah, and he slotted in, didn't he? Yeah. just appeared natural in, in that position. Obviously, that's the beauty of the manager signing a player that he knows, which we'll also get onto that later. Yeah. Uh, the beauty of a manager, uh, a manager signing a player who knows the system uh, and it gives natural balance to that side in terms of midfield or oh, he certainly did against Bristol City yeah. I'm not, I don't even know if he started against Preston but yeah. who did? I don't know who did <laughs> so what do, what do you think then looking at the performance on the whole if you had to give the so not the result but if you have to give the performance a score I thought we, we played decent like a 7, seven you know, yeah 7, a, 7 and a half yeah. something like that and if you were to say a score or what we probably deserve we deserve the point yeah I thought you know a one, one. what do you think he would have looked at from the Bristol City by saying this is what we need to be you know mindful of and I know it's a different opponent and I know we're at home as well this is what we need to be you know mindful of. this is how the goal happened this is what we need to tighten up on what areas would you say is it a lack of concentration towards the end of the match is it certain players maybe uh, fatigue towards the end is it maybe should we see more substitution or what, what you know yeah I think it could have been a bit of tiredness 
the fact that he only trusts about 13, 14 players of this squad, or I think 14, he's been generous, he trusts about 12 of them, doesn't he, at the minute? Yeah, yeah. He'll only play at a certain 12 or 13. Um, he's not he's not swapping anybody else. Um, so, yeah, a bit of tightness has probably come into it. Probably a bit of gamesmanship. I think if that had been a, a 28, 29-year-old right-back, he wouldn't have been getting round him at halfway line. Yeah. His shorts would have been down his ankles or something like that. Do you know what I mean? He'd been on the floor and it had been a yellow card. Yeah. He'd take one for the team. We've seen it before. We saw it... Uh, Forest, Forest at home. What we're talking two years ago here, yeah. And you saw that foul. And you just think you were winning. It's that kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. A bit of nows, is it? They call it just a little bit of cleverness. Real Madrid did it recently yeah. uh, in a cup game. Through on goal, uh, Morata. Uh, game's going to be finished if he put and he fouls him. It goes to penalties. They're going to win it. Yeah. Sometimes it's all right playing beautiful football. We've got to have that ugly streak and that ugly side about it sometimes. And I think we like that. Yeah. Lee Johnson did his homework, didn't he? He said in the uh, post-match conference that the staff and the formation of Barnsley play has got you know it's prone to errors if you haven't got that fitness to you know to stay close to your man um, he did his homework didn't he because he, he um, whilst maybe we deserved a draw there were times that Bristol clearly showed that you know they could have scored yeah he certainly did and that, we don't expect anything different from Lee Johnson though he's yeah. a very clever man very clever manager uh, well rounded and he's quite meticulous isn't he don't leave, don't leave much unturned um, it will be interesting to see if We've had that bounce, we've had that manager who's come in, change shape. It will be interesting to see if teams are now going to work us out and understand how to play us. Would you agree? Yeah, definitely. It, and I'm worried about that. In, in his post-match conference, uh, Struber sort of said that you know he, he was disappointed. Uh, he, you know, we didn't get what we deserved. And I suppose what he said was, you know, the, the, there was more to come, wasn't there? You know, they were still learning. They were a young side. It was a narrow one-nil defeat towards the end of the match, and that wasn't going to shape you know the, the rest of our season. Yeah, I um, and I don't think the result. From Sat uh, from Tuesday night should share pass. We're a long way to go. We're not the finished article yet, Carlo. Not by a long way. I know, but we thought we were, didn't we? Um, we'll play some music. Uh, get your thoughts ready. Get a piece of paper and maybe a box of Kleenex. Because next <laughs> we're talking Preston at home. The people 
our pickles for sure And no one knows that they've done more here than they ever would do in the jar This could be Rotterdam or anywhere Liverpool or Rome Cause Rotterdam is anywhere, anywhere alone This could be Rotterdam or anywhere Liverpool or Rome Cause Rotterdam is anywhere, anywhere alone Anywhere alone Anywhere alone Anywhere alone Anywhere alone Report on the Vibe, sponsored by Opium, the number one indie bar in Barnsley. Nearly quarter past five, you're listening to the Vibe, this is the Red Report with Chris Ridgard. Oh, nearly got your name wrong, but I did a better than a few weeks ago. <laughs> Myself, Carl, over the watering. So, um, right, we need to talk about it, we'll not make it last any longer than it should. Um, <laughs> Do we have to? <laughs> get your tissues out. So, Tuesday night, uh, match day 28 uh, in the Championship, Barnsley face Preston um, in the reverse fixture early on the season it was the biggest loss of the season and it was the last match that Daniel Mandel, uh, Daniel Stendhal managed uh, took a while Gerard Struber came in and there was optimism there was optimism on various reasons uh, in the last few matches we, we, we definitely played you know in the form table we were above them they were going a little bit hot and cold then you've got the added excitement of the you know some of the old boys not old boys but old faces coming back into town I'm talking Ben Pearson uh, I'm talking Brad Potts where do we start, mate? Um, well, the, the players didn't start, did they? No. That's, that's where it went wrong. Um, I don't even think the, fa- the fans started either. No, it, was. it felt dead in, in, in the stadium from the minute the whistle was blown, not only on the field, but off the field. It was an eerie atmosphere. Yeah, it was a... It was a um, it, 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 normally, I find those Tuesday night matches or Wednesday night whenever we play, I find really exciting under the lights. It seems to be a good atmosphere. Numbers are always lower for obvious reasons. We don't get many points from them, though, do we? No, we don't. No, we're not very good. I think it's the lights that put us off. Um, <laughs> Blinded by the lights. I need to look for that song. Um, let's let's have a look. Three goals, two scored yeah. by. Is he a defender for them? Yeah. Defense, I don't, fan, I genuinely don't. Out, he's Dutch, that's all I know. I gen- um, yeah. They scored three goals, two assisted by ourselves. Can we first talk about this um, mentality, DNA, tactic or whatever that we play it from the back? So the goalkeeper takes a goal kick mm. and he passes it 20 yards to either his left or his right. In this case, it was often to his left. Mads Anderson. I think and Mads Anderson goes on a little run and I think he tries to go past somebody and then he either passes it or he hoofs it or whatever. Um Various times during the match on Tuesday night, we passed it to Anderson, and we we, we lost that. We, we then lost possession of the ball because we mm. never got it to the intended next Barnsley player. Why do we continue to play like that? Why not? I think we're going to disagree, Carol. Well, for the first time, no, it's fine. That's what football is about. But if if you're putting yourself under pressure in your own area. I get completely that when you've got Chaplin up front, we have five foot, five foot six, and Moe at the top, who's not the biggest, top of the diamond. Yeah, yeah you could then potentially say, well, maybe let's aim for you know uh, for Brown, who's got the big, or something. Biggest jumping squad as well, Brown. Biggest yeah. sleeping so, squad. So 
It just, I, and I get it. I get it completely. You're not going to have possession and give it back to them in their own penalty. No, area. the idea is to maintain possession, keep yeah. the ball in his own third, draw them onto us, and then that creates gap between their back four yeah. and their middle two. And then the idea is that we, we possibly don't win the first ball, but we always pick up the second. Yeah. And then we, we get the ball high up the pitch, and then that's where we build his attacks from. That's, that's the plan. And it, is, it, it has did work, though, did it? It, it has worked. It did. It, it went dreadfully wrong on Tuesday. And w- was that Preston? Was it more Preston just understanding and working us out? You know what I mentioned I, earlier about teams yeah. working us out and thinking about how they can play? Somebody, um, somebody said at the match that we were talking to, uh, you know, some teams just have your number. You know, yes, and 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 Preston very much this season seem to have done that. Done that. They've scored nine goals against us. Mm. It just makes you wonder psychologically as well. The players, what the players that were involved in the away game. Yeah, I just wondered if mentally they already felt beat. But I, I, shouldn't that be opposite of tonight? I can get revenge. We can get this out of our system. That drubbing we got at theirs because they're coming to our patch. We're in a good run of form. We're five unbeaten at home. Mm. That's and, a and, and and it it just seems that, that when the match started. The battery was on sixty percent, and maybe that's because a lot of them are playing full ninety minutes. As a sportsman, yes, they probably should be able to do it. Although I agree that at some point that the, the time it takes to recover will get longer and longer. If you play two matches in the space of a week, it'll take longer to get over. If you just yeah. play the one, but you know these are young lads. The fo- the squad needs thinking out. Definitely, mm. and he's more players that he trusts. Yeah, because we've got a lot of players that's just not being used. Having said that, some of the players that did play, we trust, that have come from other teams that he's also managed, looked horrendous. <laughs> I can't remember Ritzmeyer having a kick in the first half. No, I think there were, there were a couple of balls uh, in the first half when they were attacking, but you thought, oh, you know, but it just... The young right-back, Killian... Ludwig, yeah. I don't think he, on that performance, he won't get in my Sunday League team. Well, in fairness, I thought the second half, when he played on the other side, he was a lot better, because that's his favourite side. So yeah. I think it's very hard. You bring a 19-year-old mm. over from uh, you know, from another country to come to Barnsley, to come and play in your least favourite position, but, yeah. you know, needs must and all that. Um, well, did needs must. What were wrong with Ben Williams? Well, he obviously... D- but is it a case of, does he trust... Yeah, does he trust Ben Williams? I mean, he lost the ball in the air. To Bristol City once, I think I saw somebody pretty behind him. He lost it entirely. However, he did make a big block late on into the game, which potentially... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He fully uh, rolling on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he is that kind of defender, isn't he, Ben Williams? He's, yeah. he's much more a bodies on the line rather than technically gifted, uh, intelligent defender. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so maybe he just didn't play him for that reason. But if that's the other option, then we're in dire straits, really. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of players that he's not using at the moment. We yep. saw some of them actually making an appearance. I mean, Callum Styles came on. Callum Styles didn't look out of his depth. No, didn't look any worse than anybody that played. In fact, he put one of the better players considering. Um, he's got a point to prove. He obviously enjoys having him around the squad. He obviously feels there is something there. He's been named on the bench every time he's named the squad. Um, and I guess it were a case of, well, we've got nothing to lose at this minute in time. Mm. So, Callum, go and do what you can. And I suppose as well, is he maybe looking, if the RB is out for the foreseeable, and you're using Halme to go in that position, that you're using Dougal, yes. you've got nobody... Everybody kind of gets promoted a little bit. Yeah, yeah everybody gets saying. an extra position. Um, overall, though, if you had to give it a score, I know 3-0 is never... 
it wasn't just if if we'd have played somebody and they played us off the pitch and it was three 0 I would have gone home and thought, you know what, we deserve that because they played us off the pitch. It's part of the frustration that actually Preston weren't nothing special. I mean, in the first half they had three shots of goal, they scored three goals. That, that says a lot. Well, I think it? you saw a special performance from Preston. I do. I'm going to disagree. Yeah. yeah, I do. Yeah, they were clinical first half. You've just said this. They had three shots and scored three goals. How tight were they about four as well? By the way, how organised were they? They were really, really good and limited our chances. Yeah. Brown and Chaplin's been causing chaos for Championship teams at well, and they didn't get a sniff. So yeah. I think it was a good performance from Preston. Mad with a very bad performance from us. Yeah, combination. Uh, yeah. yeah, combination of both. And, and in terms of performance, it's one and a half for me. Uh, three 0 down, the heads totally went. He Dougal couldn't even play a five yard passes. Everybody had gone. Howme again couldn't find couldn't find the midfield. It, it looked, Howme looked like the Howme that played in the Carabao Cup. Yeah, yeah. How how do you combat that? How do you resolve that? How do you make that better? Because we'll talk about later. We'll talk about. Probably a good time to play an FA Cup, you know, uh, you know, mm. league attention sort of away. How does Struber, what tools has he got in his kit to stop that happening again? I mean, we've, we've been, we're a side, you know, we're in the bottom three, we've been there for the majority of the season. We're a side that's used to losing because we couldn't win for peanuts for quite some time. <laughs> yeah. There was just something that was, was it because the expectation, because things had been going okay at home, five unbeaten? Is it expectation levels were maybe a bit raised? Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe so. I, I think if we pinpoint, we think about the points we've picked up recently, we've mentioned it on this show numerous times, the consistency of the back four is always a massive thing. And we've picked all the points up under Struber with a back four of Williams, Diaby, Mads Anderson and Clark Odor. Yeah. And there was two of those vital pieces missing. And we can berate Diaby all you want for the mistakes he's made this season or times he's been caught out. But it's better than what we saw on Tuesday night. And I think we lost losing Clark Odor. Him coming to the side, he's... He just breathes confidence, and I think that goes through the back four as well. Mm. For such a young man, I think they've both been massive blows. I don't think we've quite recovered from the putting them two. Um, somebody said to me uh, on, on Tuesday night, when you look at Clarkador, when you look at Ben Williams, Ben Williams is probably you know or, or can possibly be a really good championship, you know, right back. Yes, yeah, left back. Sorry, left back. Yep. Clark Adore has probably got the potential to go even higher because yeah. it, it comes more natural to him. Are we sometimes settling for the Ben Williams? You know, is, is there a bit of aspiration of even now when we're, when we're looking around? I mean, we'll talk about transfers in a bit, but you know, we're going back to, to, to Struber's old club and we're getting people in that, that mm. sort of he knows. Is that showing any ambition? <sighs> it's not showing ambition to a certain degree but it's needs must isn't it I mean they, we're talking about a team that's playing in Europa League here this season talking about a team that's got points against two massive teams in Europe yeah. um, so I'm, I'm not sure ambition's the right word but what he does need is he needs people that he can trust yeah. he needs them now he needs them ASAP so the there's a lot of things in there when it comes to transfers a lot of things have, stars have to align don't they is the player wanting to come are the club willing to let him go can a fee be agreed? How much is left on his contract? Does the player want to play for the manager? And if all those things are lining up and they are the right player at this minute in time for Barnsley, then so be it. We need him in the door, don't we? Yeah. Uh, enough said about Preston because I think... You Thank know, God for that. Yeah. I mean, I've got Samaritans. Um, just while we're talking about Samaritans, 
you know, it's coming closer. Week on Friday. No, yeah, uh, no, two week on Friday. Two week on Friday. Two week on Friday. Uh, Garrison, we've got the Liam Jones uh, legacy sort of fundraising night tonight with yeah. three legends John Henry, Nick Eden, Aidy Moses. Um, that's going to be good, isn't it? It's going to be a great night. Massive charity. There's a lot of work in this uh, in this community. Much, yeah, much needed. So, uh, and it's going to be a fun night, and a lot of tickets been sold. Yeah, we're getting close to capacity, so you Which, need to get your ticket. And it's good. It's only the type of work they do when you talk about sort of mental health issues and things like that. Um, directly related to, to what happened to a, a Barnsley fan, mm. um, and uh, obviously we're putting our support behind it. Uh, DJ Syme is helping us out. Yeah, DJ, DJ Syme yeah, also off the vibe. Yeah, he's uh, he's coming and he's disc jockey for tonight. Uh, I'm just in the process of doing some videos for the big screen. Um, we need to check with Phil Hall. Phil, if you're listening, we hope you're recovering at home because he's had a stint in hospital. Yeah, yeah, he he's, he's, he's recovering. So Phil, six, six six days, I think he said. Or yeah, six, six days. It's ironic that because he was in Barnsley Hospital, we couldn't do commentary. For Barnsley Hospital because he's that key yeah. person that deals with everything and organises everything. But he so said he enjoyed his stay, it were nice, looked after him well. Ah, well, that's good. But that's our NHS, it's something to be proud of, isn't it? So we'll play some music, I'll leave you with one thought and I'll have your thoughts afterwards. Um, so far, he's brought uh, two players in, both from uh, his previous club. Kevin Budavig yeah. and uh, Rich Meyer. Rich Meyer. Talk today that a third one is on his way. Apparently having a medical today, which is a central defender. Now, two of these players are over the age of 26. So, have a thought about this, but my statement to you is, does that mean the club is rethinking their style?
This is for the fans. The Vibe. Sponsored by Opium, the number one indie bar in Barnsley. Welcome back, you are listening to The Vibe. This is The Reds Report. The time is 17.32. Kai, Eric Carlo. Hey, mate. What a great song that were. Yeah, I, I, I put it in for you because I know you like okay, it. Okay, go. <laughs> Here it goes again. Yeah. I just thought it'd be quite apt. <laughs> we've, lost, we've lost two. Here it goes again. <laughs> well, that's why some of the, the songs I've chosen say, A Bittersweet Sympathy, You Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. I predict a riot. Um, <laughs> Rotterdam, because I'm going soon. Uh, stop crying your heart out. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, it. in terms of I predict a riot, you need a crowd for I predict a riot. I know we've talked about the game prior. Yeah, uh, We've talked about Preston. We've talked about the result. We've talked about shape. We've talked about players. It was also a big event because it was two years to the day yeah. that we lost. Patrick Crine. Patrick Crine, yeah, yeah. What do you think to Patrick? What what what's your what if you were to look back and think about Pratt, what what has he left Barnsley? What is his legacy? I suppose the legacy is that we've got a club. Yeah. I suppose and whether you agree with or not, he implemented this this idea of let's get 
um, you know, diamonds in the rough, let's polish them up so they do well mm. and, and, and sell them on, uh, because that's a sustainable sort of model, isn't it? But I'll never forget, suppose it will be three, four years ago, um, we asked um, if, if he'd do an interview, and he turned up to our show with his wife, um, I asked if he wanted anything. He says, can you just make sure there's some Pepsi Max? Because he drank Pepsi Max. And for two hours, he sat in the studio, very open, very honest. And I think there's, there's still clubs now in, you know, you've got them in, 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 in the Vanarama League or whatever it's called. You've got them in the Championship. You've got them in Premier League. He was just an approachable man, you know. Mm. And I think what happened to him, um, horrible, but... Thanks to him, we can have this show and we can talk about a club that still exists because it could have gone a different way. I saw some arguments on social media. Don't know if you caught or you know caught of them, where people weren't maybe so uh, positive about Patrick. But I suppose you know he um, he did all right. We got tougher. He learned from his mistakes. When you look at the you know the whole um, contract thing, you know where people were leaving us and now saying right, this is it for your contract. If players want to leave in the last year of the contract, we let them go. We get a fee for them because in the summer. So I think we've got a lot, a lot to thank him for definitely yeah and that club our, our club is going to be in our town for years to come yeah and I think he was you know he was a Barnsley fan and I suppose that was our worry with this consortium taking over there's some people that we see quite regular in the director's box there's some people that we don't see that often mm. and and you sometimes wonder what what reason have they got involved because you're not going to get rich with Barnsley FC. They've mm. seen that. They took over. We were relegated, weren't we? So, yeah. Um, yeah. Then we bounced back up again, and now we're struggling. And so, I don't think it's a cash cow. I don't think, you know, they can draw money. But people say, oh, they took. I don't think they've taken anything off Barnsley FC. Well, no, they've reinvested pretty much every yeah. penny that's been. There might still be funds because obviously we're still not at the end of January. No, exactly. So, um, um, but that, that was a worry. And I think with Patrick Ryan, you just had a local lad who loved this football club so much that he ended up buying it. Yeah. <laughs> So we, we shone the light for Patrick. Yeah. Not everybody did. People had left. Yeah. I'd gone. Had you gone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, the performance were not good enough for you to remain? Um, partly. Uh, I was work at eight o'clock. I didn't get out until about quarter to six. So that was a long day. And I was duty that day. So there's lots of heavy stuff I was dealing with. And I went home 10 minutes, literally got changed. And then made my way in and parking mm. and walking. And A, I was absolutely very, very tired. Um, and it just, I was sat there and I thought, it's not them, it's me. You know, I am so tired. Mm. I dare say the other word. So I thought, you know what, I'm just going to leave. I don't Shattered. Boo yeah, I, yeah, I'm very shattered. I didn't <laughs> boo them. I came home. I listened to Matt Bailey uh, through the app. I listened to the last 20 minutes or so of, of, of commentary. And um, yeah, I don't believe in booing. Yeah, that was my next question. The, yeah. the boo boys yeah. obviously were out in force. For me, it's not my thing. No. Were I disappointed? Yes. Were I oh, cold? Yeah. Yes. Were I miserable? Yes. Did I struggle to get out of bed the day after? Yes. Mm. Have I been mad since? Yes. Is booing going to do anything in terms of positivity? Is it going to? Is it going to affect the outcome? Is it going to change? No. No, I think I think you can show your disappointment, and I suppose I did that. By leaving. But there were other reasons because I, I hardly ever leave early. But I'd had a long day, and I thought that's it. I just think. You know, when you buy a car, right, and one day, let's say, your exhaust is making a lot of noise, mm. do you start kicking the crap out of it, or do you take it to a garage <laughs> to be mended? You know no, what I mean? Too, well, <laughs> my, my argument were a long-term relationship 
you're yeah. absolutely in love with this person just like we're absolutely in love with town and it's been a very long-term relationship for me yeah. and yourself and you have one bad night you don't start looking her in shed dear or booing her or well you know what i remember early on the season and you'll remember sack the board sack the board sack the board which is impossible by the way yeah and then we start picking up and they suddenly don't shout it if you feel that strongly right don't come. Mm. <laughs> if you feel that strongly. I don't think the ball's doing anything wrong. I think it needs tweaking. The first signs are there. We're buying players that um, are older. When people say, uh, I saw something on social media, but we're bringing them in from the, uh, we need players with, you know, uh, championship experience. I think you have to be very realistic with yes. financial fair play. Can we afford those players? Probably not. Yeah, and if it goes wrong, where are we? Yeah. In two, three years' time. Yeah. We're looking like Bolton, looking like Bury, looking like Sheffield Wednesday or Derby's teams like that. Exactly. So you've mentioned you've mentioned uh board possibly changing their remit. Yeah. This board's learning as well. Just just like the manager's learning, just like Dave Murphy's learning, just like the board's learning. It's all a process together. We need to be patient and we need to get it right, don't we? Yeah. Oh, completely. And I think we have to do that together. I think the board uh, and, and shows patience to us. Um, I think the club are very open. Uh, I think February sometime, the um, supporters trust holding yes. an evening where Struber is there, I believe. There. Else. So there's plenty of opportunity to interact with the board. I've been to fan engagements. They don't shy away from everything. And I think we need to give them time as well. You know, we are a very young team. And if we finish fifth or sixth from bottom, fourth from bottom, that's okay. Fourth from bottom, for me, is Struber's manager it's, of the year. Yeah, it, it, it's all right, isn't it? It's all right. Because the, ultimately, our aim is to stay in this league and then improve in the areas that need improving. And I think the first signs are there. Somebody said to me today, well, would you rather have somebody from the Liverpool under-23s or a 28, 29-year-old from Austria? At this moment in time, I picked the one from Austria purely because we're playing in such a specific style mm. that they are used to that. Then you've got the whole language thing. Somebody, we've seen the Liverpool under-23s this year. They did fantastic, you know, FA Cup, mm. Carabao Cup and all that. Fantastic. Could they hack it against some of the seasoned professionals? I think a 28, 29-year-old who's had a bit of European football, albeit only for one season, mm. they probably will. So I think the board is showing that they, if it's in, in, in the benefit of the club, they will look past their DNA of under 26, you know. Yeah, but that, is that not how any business works? Any model, you adapt it and you overcome problems. It's a problem-solving process. So, Sol Bauer... Is the the man that's been named? Yeah, uh, captain at Wolfsburger. Yeah, twenty nine years old. Is that right? Uh, twenty nine, I believe. Yeah. What's your experience in terms of other players? Is he going to be good enough? Is he the right man at the minute? I would imagine he's hit and miss because it's probably a bit early to judge. Uh, Killian Ludovic didn't look very good. Probably a bit early to judge Ritzmeyer. At time, does look good. Yeah. So is this player going to be good enough? I think the the. There's two things, isn't it? There's the style of play that Barnsley FC have. Okay, he'll be used to that because that was uh, Struber's style anyway. Um, and then there is playing in the championship. And you know what? Unless you get a professional that's played in this league, you know, you're not going to have that experience. It's all unknown entities, is it not? It, it is. Until I they're think, there on that field. Um, they said, though, from what I've read, uh, when you talk about the under, the under Bundesliga podcast, Twitter account, who do a lot of work in the... Um, uh, in, in Austria they sort of said he's played his best matches against really really good opponents he's shone in the Europa, in the Europa League matches well isn't that what we want 
when we come up against, you know, um, whether that be like a Leeds with the Hernandez or whatever, somebody who can stand up and somebody who can make things happen. So I, I trust his judgment, you know. I think you have to wipe the Preston match. I think we can't judge anybody on that because you could say we don't deserve to stay up, but it's it's a forty six match season, isn't it? Yes. Not a yeah. Tuesday night at Oakwell under so the So Preston's done. We're gonna draw a line under yeah, it now. That's it. So in terms of what's next, we've got Portsmouth coming up, which we're gonna preview in a minute. Yeah. A positive distraction. But before that, we're gonna play a song and then we're gonna look at a negative distraction. Oh, let's step on.
sponsored by Opium, the number one indie bar in Barnsley. 30 minutes to six, last segment of the Retro Report. Chris Ridyard, Carlo Underwatering, live on the Vibe and available as a podcast later this evening. Or you might be listening to the we podcast now. You might be listening now. to it now. In, in, you yeah. might be in the bath now listening to it. Yeah. You might be mowing the lawn. Andy Asquith, you, you know, might. Burton Reds, normally lays in the bath watching it. Well, well watching us through his iPad because that sounds suspiciously gory, doesn't it? But he yeah. listens to us. Yeah. He's got a special stand and everything. I know people that listen to it when they go dog walking. Ooh. I know people. Oh, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I know people that listen to it when they are travelling to away matches in the car. I'll be honest with you. I've had days at work. If I need to type a report or something, I go on audioboom.com forward slash retro report and listen to one of our shows. Vain maybe, but I quite like listening to it. No, but it's nice to look back. I think, especially for us, we're always open to suggestions. Yeah, we we're to always improve. open to be better. We're always open mm. to improve, and I think it's good to, to yeah, listen. Definitely look at yourself objectively. So, <laughs> We try, don't we? We do as best, don't we? Speaking of looking at stuff objectively. Yeah, we've got a... It's a good time, first of all, to have an FA Cup match now, after this... this oh, we're going to into FA Cup, or do you want to do the other thing first? Oh, well, let's talk... Oh, I think we could finish it. on a high with let's the talk. FA Cup. Oh, well, if you're high, we have to talk the Arby, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> right, um, Bambody Arby. So, yes. um... Failed a drugs test in November last year, following the Blackburn match. Blackburn match at 3-2. Now... 3-2 it, defeat. It seems a long time to wait for a drug test. To me, I, I'm assuming it's to do with rules and regulations. Mm. I'm assuming it's to do with there would have been different samples. So if it showed plus positive, they would have had to test the other samples as well to yeah. make sure it's not an anomal- anomaly. Yeah, uh, and it's just a not just not an odd result. And then obviously there's a, a long process that follows that yeah. in terms of when it's released at media, when it affects clubs, when they can and can't play that player. Um, and then obviously I think clubs probably got a little bit of hand in when they would release that information and how that might affect their season. Mm-hmm. Um, as it stands, Bambo Diaby feels like he's innocent and he's going to prove his innocence. So If he wasn't to do so, it's a possibility he could be suspended for up to four years. Well, it's just contract, isn't it? Um, but I, I, you say it's his contract. I would argue it'd be in breach contract. So well, it, yeah, it'd be released. contract length kind of thing, innit? We would not play for the Reds again, would he? No. That's what's called. Um from what we can deduct from the stories that are out there, we are, presumably, we are not talking about him using, you know, a, a cat A, B or C drug. It sounds very much that it's in, in medication, protein, as of something that was a substance that's banned. So it's it's not a performance-enhancing drug. Well, the, issue with the issue with this, I've not looked into the list, Carl, of substances that are banned, but I would imagine that cocaine wouldn't be banned. Yeah, 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 but uh, we don't think it's a recreational drug. This, it sounds more like, you know, like in Lampsip, there are certain mm. so it's chemicals. From what I heard, it's more that way. So it's not like he's gone out at three lines of cocaine on a night Why not opium? Yeah, well... <laughs> It, it is, it, so it's not recreational and it, it, it's not sport enhancing. He's took something to either in a, in a injury, protein yeah. bar or, or, you know, for a flu type symptoms or whatever. That is on the ban list kind of thing. Yeah. Let's, that's just a quick fire question to you. Um, should we support Bambo Diaby? Until he is proven, well, sorry, until, until we know the exact outcome yeah. of this case. If he has been and he has challenged this and he proves his own innocence, until that point, we should be backing him. Until it's 100% written in stone that he's guilty. Yeah. Then that stops. We should be, yeah. Will we miss Bambo Diaby? Yes. We're already missing him. We're, all med- we're already missing him and Clyde Cordova at that battle for. We're just starting to get consistency. And people might think I'm daft, but if you look at the results... I'm 100% sure it'll back that up, that, that we 
have got a much better percentage of winning games with Bambo Diaby and Clackadoy in our back But four. if you take Odor out, though, because Odor was obviously injured, okay. about the drug issue, the doping issue with, with Diaby, um, if, so if Odor comes back, will we miss Bambo Diaby? Yes, back? yes, because we're going to have to play Alme at centre-back as, as it stands, because Alme, to me, is a defensive midfielder. We'd, however, we don't know what we're getting in this new signing. Yeah. If this so potentially, in, it could be like. stars aligned. It could work a into new our hands. could be in to work with, yeah, with Mads Anderson. Yeah, it could be perfect. It frees Halme back up, and then you've got Kenny Dougal as a backup, pr- presumably on the bench, because mm. he seems to favour Halme, doesn't he? Um, it, 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 I can't remember a Barnsley player going through this. Now, by memory, it's not as it used to be, but I can't remember a Barnsley player having been suspended whilst being investigated. It's very rare in football mm. that a player is suspended for, for a drugs issue. Yeah. And it's very rare that it happens at the test positive for a drug for a drugs test. Um, obviously, there was the big case with Rio Ferdinand 15, 20 years ago, yeah. which he he missed a drugs test. He didn't go to it. Silly boy. Yeah, yeah. Very. I mean, we have no idea our outcomes and stuff yet, do we? No, and I think uh, it, I very much agree that until we know what's happened, he is a Barnsley player and he should get our support. And it's yeah. very. You know, we don't know the ins and outs, no. but we have a song that they sing about him, and then the club sort of says, "Can we just look at this song?" Mm-hmm. And you know, and 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 suddenly people are well, maybe not booing him because he's not playing, but talking very negatively of him. Yeah. And, and let's just let's just wait and see what happens. And I think in the meantime, while Avery is one of our players, he deserves yeah. our support, doesn't he? What makes me sad is this season just appears to be a bit been marred a little bit and scarred with things that have been off field. Mm. And it just seems to have affected us. And they all seem to have come at the wrong time. Yeah, the Stendhal stuff with potentially Huddersfield, yeah. all that malarkey, the tapping up, that may or may not have gone off because we don't know the outcome of that yet. That seems to come at the wrong time. It's, it's, it's more and more, though, isn't it? It's more and more, though, because um, was it Kenny Dougal when, when uh, Gerhard Struber took over saying, I've been fit? For quite yep, some time. Yep, there's that. There's that. A couple of years ago under Hecky when um, Goose, Angus McDonald, and I know he's not listening, but just out there, he's back training. I mean, what sort of fantastic news is that, that is for the lad? Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. There's a name, you know, if he's, he's obviously probably lacking a bit of fitness, but imagine if he was fit and he can't get into the whole side. That's the sort of player you want, isn't it? Yeah, there's a lot of centre backs on offer that, that are fit in. Um, but we had the issue with his iron levels before he went and he yeah. sort of fell out so it, you know it does seem to happen but I can't remember then, then it, you've uh, heard the, the, the whispers of Adam Murray this season yeah this year stuff like that and, you know, it just feels like a bit of an off school you know off pitch drama that we really could do it out and it just seems yeah. to happen yeah. when we just seem to start picking up a bit of form or we seem to be playing alright yeah. I just don't I just don't want a season to just just peter out and well it, no it, it, it needs to be about the, the fight for survival yeah. and not anything that happens uh, off pitch um, one thing we do know from previous seasons when our league form's not been good sometimes a little cup run can do the world of wonders the magic of the FA Cup yeah Pompey away exciting times uh, in terms of this round it is the biggest gap in which two teams have played each other in the FA Cup I know that I read that last night wow. yeah um, a winnable tie Away from home against the League One team, a League One team that are pushing for promotion again, so might have their eyes on another prize, uh, or certainly pushing. Um, yeah, I think I think we can at least win, at least get a draw and bring it back to Oakwell, uh, and, and get his name in that tie. And who knows, we could end up with a, a, big, a big a big team again, or a team that would beatable again, and we could yeah. we could go any further than that. So it's good it's good distraction. 
winning games is an habit if you can win it's good because you can get into that habit of winning the next one and the mm. confidence grows from that um, but yeah it's, I love the FA Cup me I, I think I think it's Sky Sports it, that have somehow tried to trick us all that it's not as important just because no, they haven't got it, the rights I, for I, it. I, listen I remember the days of being in Holland being 8, 9, 10 year old mm. and on a Saturday afternoon at 4 o'clock you know, we, we, we sat down with my dad, and I can't remember which year, but I once watched it. I'm sure Coventry were in it, it was sort of like 4 4 4 3. Mm. But it was the best football match that I'd watched all season because, you know, on the BBC, obviously in Holland, mm. that's what we could watch. And it was the FA Cup, and it's just it's, it's amazing. There's always those upsets. Is it, do you expect, when we played Crew previous round, a couple of changes made? We saw Simmons mm. coming in for the first time. Um, what? What would you do, given the result that you know, given the Preston match? Would you give those players a chance to redeem themselves? Would you maybe give them a little rest and bring some of the, those other fringe players I in? Think it has would to you be maybe start with the Samoas? You know, Coley Woodrow maybe needs you know. Mm, bit of, game would time. you maybe leave Chaplin? I mean, it's his ex club. Would you start with him? But what, what I think it's do? a case. It's going to have to be a case by case basis. How players are training, how fit players are, how important they are in terms of. Have we got a replacement for him if we get yeah. him injured? Do we need him? Um, if he's going to stick with Halme and Anderson at the centre-back position, if that's going to be yeah. his pairing and this new signing is going to be third choice, they need to play because that's what he did away at, away at Crewe. Yeah. He played the same back four to try and get him into... And I think the only way the back four is going to get better is by playing the black four, isn't it? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. Um, it needs um, and then it... Is Dougal defensive midfielder or is he playing Halme? Uh, uh, to me, he plays his best side that's available and we yeah. try and win the game. Having said that, Callum Styles played well on Tuesday, didn't look out his depth. Is he due to have a game? Elliot well. Simmons is not playing a while, is he due to have a game? And you've mentioned Corey Woodrow. Corey Woodrow needs game time. Yeah. He, I would imagine, I would like to see Corey play at least I 30 minutes. What, from, you know, from what we saw, when Corey Woodrow comes on, if the keeper does decide to kick it out, you've got a target man to go for there, haven't you? Because that's... He's a little bit bigger. When he plays in... It, when he's been playing at the top of the diamond, that's your link man, isn't it? He, mm. he, he is able to head it on. You know, um, and he's but, clinical. Yeah, From the goal, he's clinical. We wouldn't have missed we, the chances we did against Bristol City. Had exactly. one fall and score a Woodrow. Um, two minutes left. Tell me... Who's going to score and what the final result's going to be? We're not overcomplicated. So, uh, pump your way. Yes. Final score, Barnsley goal scorers. I think it's going to be 2-0 to Barnsley. Um, and I think, uh, we, I think we'll probably see Chaplin score against his old cover. Maybe Simos will get one. So, yeah, lots, lots, uh, it's been a bad week for Barnsley. We have to put it behind us and we have to move forward. So, try and be positive. Yeah. Get that win. I love watching the FA Cup draw on the following Monday. I think it's brilliant. I can't wait well, to watch it. We were very close last time. Four left in the hat. Barnsley and Liverpool being two of those. Yeah. Um, let's hope we're in the tie. Let's hope we're in the cup and we're in the bag. And fingers crossed, that, you know, we'll get a decent draw and carry on. Yeah, it'll be good. So the, so the draw for the FA Cup is it on Monday again. It's usually right? Monday after, isn't it? Yeah. So, um, Chris, thank you very much. Thanks, Sam. It's been nice, just yeah, us two. Yeah, I've been able to catch up a I bit. I mean, I don't miss Pete Selwood anyway. I don't like him, what, you know that? that. What's that? Yeah, there's some stand-up comedian. He's won some award. He's, he's big time in this night. Oh, is it the one with that famous mate? Yeah, oh, he's, he's, yeah, yeah. yeah Jack Carroll. Yeah, they're in Blackpool together, Rolling Rock or oh. something. 
And then obviously Ben, young Ben's been injured, so yeah. So best wishes to Ben. He banged his head, so he's probably Kyle, got eight. Ben's working all the hours, got sent to pay yeah. his car insurance. So you know, but we're here, doesn't it? We're here. Um, I hope two to pillars of the Reds Report community. This apparently, is it. apparently Ben banged his head, and now he's only got eight brain cells left. So oh, so he's only lost two then. <laughs> Right, uh, back here next week, 5 o'clock live on the Vibe Direct Report. We will be looking at the FA Cup draw and we'll be looking forward to a very important match at Charlton away. Charlton, one of those teams. Um, just to let you know, in fact, I've got it on my screen, which I thought was very interesting. Thanks for having me, Carl. I've had a great time. That's right. In the form table, can I just tell you, over yeah. the last 10 matches, Luton, Wigan and Charlton are the three, the bottom three. Uh, Barnsley is in 15th place. So we have to start picking them points up again. Yeah, and if you look at Charlton, last 10 matches, one win, four draws, five losses, and for Barnsley, uh, three wins, three draws, four losses. So maybe all is not that bad. Six-pointer. Yeah, I've definitely. Got, I've got my tickets. Thank you very much for joining us. We're back next week, live at five on The Vibe. Catch us on the podcast later in the week, and all that remains to say, if you're travelling to Portsmouth, have a safe journey, and bring us back the next round. You Reds! Home Recovery Podcast. Let's discuss a very real existential threat to internet speed. It's a big one. Ready? T-Mobile Home Internet. It lags! Now what is lag? Lag is a delay in data being transmitted across the internet. For example, you're hitting that hot drop, the parachute cuts out, you've got an unsuspecting bot in your sights, and lag! You were actually eliminated 10 seconds ago. Nobody deserves that. So stop letting T-Mobile Home Internet ruin everything and switch to Xfinity. Learn more at Xfinity.com slash T-MoFacts. It's the 90th minute. All your mates are around. You've got your McDonald's share boxes ready to go. Ian's already got booked for double dipping. And Steve has stolen the last nugget. You're snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? You reds? At participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. 
and 365 day returns. The TalkSport Fan Network. The ultimate on-demand destination for the UK's best fan-led football podcasts. Want barnstorming Barnsley insight analysis and opinion? Follow the Reds Report podcast on the TalkSport Fan Network. Unbeatable club-dedicated content created by the fans for the fans. Search TalkSport Fan Network.